0: You're listening to Wednesday
1: Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed.
2: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
3: The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages.
4: This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Things are awful quiet around here for it to be a bank. I mean, shouldn't the largest bank in the galaxy be a lot busier than this?
5: Well, it is the holiday season after all, and things tend to be automated these days. See, here. It's terminal.
4: I can see that, Poch, yeah. But do you know what you're doing?
5: (laughs) Uh, Of course I do. Have faith, you guys. So, how does this work, Captain? Well, I think all you have to do is check in at
6: this computer terminal. Welcome to Galactic's International Bank. How may I be of service today? See? I told you guys I knew what I was doing. This is it. Hello, Terminal. I'd like to apply for a loan. Excellent. Let me see if I can help you with that. Is this a personal or business loan that you are applying for? Uh, well, uh,
5: business, I suppose. It's on behalf of my ship and my crew. We need supplies in order to, uh, continue our exploration and salvage work.
6: Excellent. Business loans have a 60% better chance of being approved than do personal loans. We're off to a great start.
5: Awesome. See, you guys, I know this would be a snap. So far, so good, boss.
4: Yeah, but what's the catch?
5: There is no catch. It's just a perfectly normal bank loan. We borrow money, then we pay it back in incremental payments. What could be easier?
6: You must state the name of your company in order to apply for the loan that you are seeking. Uh, name of my company.
4: There's the catch. You haven't even come up with a good name for the company yet, Putch. Uh...
5: Better think of one, boss. Uh, yeah, no time like the present, I guess. Uh, well, uh, what's a good company name?
4: Oh, crackers. You don't even have any ideas.
5: We've been so busy these past few months, I didn't really find the time to think about it much. How about Galactic Bot Salvage? Ah, that's boring. It really needs to have some zing. You know, uh, how about... Putch's Salvage Company. Yeah, that has a nice ring to it.
4: You're kidding, right? What?
5: You don't like it? I, I mean, it's my ship, my idea. I wished it into existence.
4: Fine, do what you want. As you say, it's your ship, your company. Just get on with it.
5: Okay, okay. Terminal, our company is called Putch's Salvage Company.
4: I'm
6: sorry. But that name is not registered in the Galactic Business Registry.
5: Well, I I know. I I just made it up just
6: now. In order to apply for a business loan at this bank, you must either name a registered company or state your name and your
7: tax code.
4: You do have a tax code, right, Putsch?
7: Sure he does. Every bot pays their taxes. Right, boss?
5: Well, yeah. I, I mean, sure. I... I have a tax code. I, I have paid my taxes this year. I, I may have been late in doing so, but I did pay them. Uh, a terminal, my name is Captain Putch McNuttich, and my tax code is, uh. Oh, this is kind of embarrassing. Bunny885. Bunny?
7: 885. Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that's so funny! <laughs> Bunny! <laughs>
4: <laughs> How emasculating for you, Puch.
7: Look, you guys,
5: Bunny just happens to be the name of my favorite character on a TV show.
4: Which show would that be?
5: Uh. Go Go Girl Bots? You watch
7: Go Go Girl Bots? I- isn't that made specifically for little girl bots?
4: Oh yes, it is.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I I I I never knew a grown male bot who watched Coco Girlbots before. <laughs>
5: okay, okay, give it a rest, you guys.
6: Excuse me, sir, but can you confirm your identity and your tax code for me, please? Uh, sure.
5: I have my ID chip right here.
6: Please. Insert your ident chip into the ident chip slot. You betcha. Go-go-girl-bots. Oh, wait go ah, ah. oh, I tell the guys in the mainframe. Okay, I get
5: it. I'm a little sissy droid just because I watch Go-Go Girlbots. Have a good laugh and get over it. We're here to do business, remember?
6: Just... Just insert your chips, sir. Oh boy. Arrest, sir. You have been identified as Putch McNuttich. Stolen goods. And a girly bot. what What? What the What the what? You are registered as property of Captain Hancock. Captain Hancock?
4: Oh, crackers!
6: Property of Captain Hancock? Us? But how? We don't work for him anymore! Stolen property, that. Not as his employees. And since Captain Hancock has been convicted of trying to rob this very bank, all of his assets have been claimed by the
4: company that
6: owns this bank as part of Galactic Law.
4: Is that even legal?
6: It sure isn't right! How can this be possible? Under Article 27 of the Galactic Code of Law, any property owned by a convicted bank robber becomes the property of said bank and or its owner. Therefore, you, having been registered five years hence as the property of Captain Hancock by Captain Hancock, are now the property of Xant Corp. What
5: the heck is
6: Xant Corp? The company who owns this bank, the company you are now owned by. Get it now,
4: fangirl? See, I told you there would be a catch.
5: Oh boy, this just can't be happening.
1: Robots of the company!
8: Listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 90, The Santa Condé Heist, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell.
2: I just can't believe it! I always thought hanging around you bots would ultimately get me killed, but I never imagined in my wildest, weirdest dreams that you guys would land me in prison! Thanks a lot, Pudge! We, oui. you have shamed my family by landing me in the big house, Pudge McNuttidge.
1: I don't like this place, Pudge. You have brought shame to us all. What do you suppose my mama would say right now, eh, porch You
5: don't even have a mama, Zimtron!
7: That is beside the point. If I
5: did, what would she say, eh, porch I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer, Zimtron So, oh, just shut up. You
1: have no dignity, Punch. None of us do anymore, thanks to you. Hey, look, you guys. This really isn't my
5: fault, you know? It's... it's his. Captain Hancock is the one who registered us as his property, and he's the one who tried to rob a bank.
9: Oh, sure. Blame everything on poor old Captain Hancock. I'm the victim here.
7: Exactly! Captain Hancock is the victim. Poor baby.
9: Poor baby? Prenty, that's laying it on a bit thick, so stop it.
7: Oh, uh, sorry, Captain. Only trying
1: to help.
9: Well, don't. But yes, I am the victim in all of this.
1: Poppycock? Victor? You showed me your plan was foolproof. You assured me I'd be richer than rich. Now look at me. Dr. Philbot is in jail. In jail! Do you know what they do to my kind in here?
9: I'm sorry, your kind? Your kind of what, exactly?
1: I was a flippin' T.V. doctor, by golly! Hell will my butt, man! Oh, get real, Dr. Philbot! Ah. Hey, that's my catchphrase! Keep your grubby dishes off a bit!
9: Oh, get over yourself, Dr. Philbot! You're a bot! You're not even... how shall I put this... alive! <gasps> what? Did I say something shocking? You are all machines, you know. Machines are not alive!
1: Yes, Caddywag. Tell him what we do to racists
9: around here, Pancho. Whatever it is, it isn't good, I can assure you, Captain (laughs) Hancock. Racist? What utter tripe and nonsense. Robots are not a race. What did he just say? He just
2: keeps sinking in deeper.
4: Racist might be the wrong word.
2: Well then...
7: uh... How about a uh, Robo
2: Roboticist? No! So what should we do with him zen? Make him walk the plank! Tickle him to death! Seriously? Who just said that? Nobody! That is not helpful at all. Any other suggestions? Hang the whipper snapper! Hang him? Don't be ridiculous!
7: You can't do that! Tarn feather him! In fact, turn feather all of us! It could be fun!
2: All right. Whoever is saying that, please shut up. Mike me! Oh, you want it that way, do you? Just calm down, mon ami, and ignore that part. Easier said than done. I've always said you are a hothead, Popsicle. And I suggest you stop saying that, Zimtron, Or I'll become one. <clears throat>
7: This isn't really helping you guys.
2: How about someone suggest something useful?
7: Good idea! I say, feed him to the sharks!
9: <laughs> oh, nonsense. There aren't any sharks in space.
4: Listen, fellow bots, don't let this half man, half machine tell us what we are. He is a racist. I'll remind you that we, as a race, fought a war two centuries back to prove that we are alive and sentient. Why do you think there are so few human beings left in the galaxy these days?
2: She's right. Preach it, Ladybot. <laughs> Betty, you know we don't talk about
5: the war. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting all political and controversial. We just can't do that. We have to remember who we are. Even in prison. Who are we again, Putsch? Oh, just shut up, Simthron!
3: Well said, Administrator punch Um, that's... Captain Puch, sir? Not according to official galactic documentation. It states here that you are the administrator bot on board the salvage ship, the SS Titan 3.
5: Well, I suppose officially, legally, that's how I'm registered. But for a short time, we had our own ship and did our own thing. It was brief,
3: but boy, it was great. Well, those times are over, and I own your ship now... It's time to face facts, and I didn't get where I am today without facing facts, for those of you who may not know me, and if you don't, well, where the heck have you been these past several decades, eh? My name is B.J. Zant, yes, that B.J. Zant, the owner of the largest corporation in the known galaxy, That Corp, and from this point on, you lot are all my property and or employees and as such i can do whatever i like with you
8: even me sir because if that is so i'd like to request that you beat me with a rubber chicken that'd be such a turn-off
3: who said that i
8: did at
3: fans. what is that you buzz buzz
9: buzzer that's your
3: service sir ah!
7: Ah! Sexy,
3: sexy, hit me nexty. Oh, my electronic gods, how did that lunatic get in here? Shouldn't he be in the insane asylum, Harmony?
0: Sorry, sir. The Galactic Judicial Court recently ordered that all the insane asylums be closed down and that all inmates who were considered criminally insane be placed in regular prisons.
3: Chit. I mean, holy chit. That... Blasted Galactic Judicial Court. Always interfering. Bleeding hearts. I didn't get where I am today by having a bleeding heart, you know, Harmony.
0: Oh, I know, sir.
3: Harmony? Is that you? M- my
0: Harmony? Sorry, Cap. I mean, Administrator, putch. But I was offered a job. And since you're no longer eligible to be my employer, well, a girl's got to make a living somehow.
1: Great. You've ruined everything, Punch. As always. It's not my
9: fault,
5: Zimtron. It's all on Captain Hancock.
9: Oh, sure. Blame poor old Captain Hancock, the real victim in all of this.
7: Yes, how could you, Punch? Captain Hancock gave you a purpose while you were on the Titan Three, and this is how you repay him? For
8: shame.
5: Oh, for crying out loud, I'm not the bad guy here.
8: Ooh, bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when I dance for you, Woo-hoo!
1: Oh, boy, this is just so ridiculous. Well, you only have yourself to blame, Parch.
5: Oh, would you just shut up, Simtron?
3: What are they doing, Harmony? Bickering, sir. This is their shtick. Shtick? Bickering? Well, I won't have it. Not in my prison. I didn't get where I am today by bickering. Get them processed in, Harmony. Maybe some hard time will wake them up. As you wish, sir. Yes, I do.
2: This just gets better and better. Not! Nah, look at this place. You call this a club? No, I think they call it a cafeteria. We're in prison, mon ami. There are no clubs in prison. Ah, shoot. I was hoping it was some kind of weird dream. Did I ever mention how much I hate you, Putch? Stand in line, Popsicle.
5: <sighs> I keep telling you guys, it isn't my fault.
1: You know, that's your problem, Punch. What is Zimtron? You're always in denial. You blame everyone else for your mistakes.
4: You guys are being way too hard on the captain here.
1: I agree with
2: Betty. Crusher agrees with Betty, you guys. Now there's a
8: surprise. Not. So, tell me, guy, when did you visit the 20th century? That joke you keep using is at least a thousand years old. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it's so cool.
2: Not. You're crazy.
7: Yep, I am. That's me, the crazy bot. <laughs> hey, did you just see that taxi drive by?
2: There aren't any roads in here, nor are there any taxis. Like I said, you're crazy. How insulting. It is not considered
7: politically correct to call someone crazy.
2: Well then, let's just say you're nuts. My nuts? What about my nuts? Hey, I don't have any nuts! I'm a (laughs) bot! Oh, brother. This place is getting real old, real fast. I'm with you, Popsicle. I think I'll die of boredom in this prison before all is said and done.
10: Come Come on. on! You butts are holding up the line, keep it moving, hmm? This oil stew is going to get cold by the time you've finished your banter.
1: And who the devil are you, madame?
10: Madam? <laughs> oh Not any longer, lover. Now I'm the prison kitchen lady. Name's Hilly. Hmm? You best mind your P's and Q's in here, boys. Just keep your nose clean and don't make any noise and do as you're told. That way you'll stay here won't be any longer than necessary. You make
1: it sound like they'll uh, actually let us out of this awful place.
10: Well, no one comes here for good. Well, except Larry. (laughs) He's been here for decades. Watch out for Larry. He's a a bad one. (laughs) Uh, Which one is Larry? The big one. Can't miss him. Wait, I,
1: I don't see him. Oh, my. Electronic. Gauze. He
10: is a big one. Yeah, that's right, lovey. And he'll pound you into the ground. Just <laughs> yeah, stay out of his way. And on his good side, well, I, I say good side, but um, sadly he hasn't got one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
5: a good one. We could use some laughs around here.
10: Uh, well, then you've come to the right place, answer, eh?
5: <laughs> the name's Puch. Puch McNuttich.
10: Ah, Hilly, at your service. <laughs> Puch Puch McNuttich
5: <laughs> No, it's just, uh... Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Another good one.
10: <laughs> oh, yes I am. Now, maybe I'll... Uh, I'll show you just how good I am one of these fine old times, eh, Pudgy? <laughs>
5: oh, 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 boy. Whoa, 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 be careful with the merchandise there, Hilly.
10: Ah, oh, sorry, Pudgy. Never never could keep my hands off the merch. <laughs> Don't worry about a mess. I have just a bot for this sort of job. Speedy! Clean up a all one.
7: Zippity doo! I'm here for you, Hilly.
5: Briscoe? Is, is that you?
7: Hey,
1: Puch! It's Zippity you! <laughs> and the rest of the gang is here. Hello, Briscoe, my boy. Oh, i no see. Hey, it's Zim, Zim, Zimmy. And hey, it's Popsicle. Yeah!
4: Hi,
2: Briscoe. Imagine finding you here in prison.
4: How'd you get here, Briscoe? I was apprehended as part of the Hancock sentence. They've put me to work in the prison.
2: Oh, what a shame. Even poor Briscoe has been locked up.
4: Oh, I don't mind. I get to clean up around here. And you know how
7: much I love cleaning.
6: to clean up around here. So I've get going. Nice to see you guys. Happy Santa Con Day.
1: Look at that. Fresco is in prison. Poor little innocent Briscoe. This is the worst holiday season ever. Thanks to you, Putch. Great job. As
5: I've said repeatedly, Zimtron, this is not my fault. Why do you keep
1: blaming me anyhow? can't help it. you is my default setting, So in my mind, everything is your fault, Patch. Are you kidding me? Not even a little bit. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. This is all your fault, Patch.
5: For the last time, this is not on me, Zimtron. Stop blaming me.
2: Oh, yeah
1: then whose fault is it then, eh? Mine, bucko.
2: Oh no, it's that bounty hunter again. I'm
1: scared. I
2: think scared is your default setting, Lynx. It may be, but I am.
11: You should be, little bot. I'm here. And I'm with Larry there. How, How could you
1: manage that, if I may ask?
11: He hired me as one of his bodyguards.
1: He? And he's a bodyguard? Not
11: really. But he doesn't like to get his hands dirty.
1: Oh,
5: forgive me, Boone, but what what did you mean when you said you were to blame for all this?
11: Well, not me specifically, mind. But I was in on it. In on what? The heist, dear. The Santicon Day heist. The robbery of the bank that got us all thrown into this joint.
5: So, what exactly happened? Why rob a bank?
11: It was after those space pirates you sent after us took everything Hancock had. He owed me a lot of money. And he was determined to get his fortune back somehow. Well, he cooked up this so-called foolproof plan to rob the bank, see? Foolproof? Like anything that guy ever cooks up is ever foolproof. Exactly. I was a fool for going along with it. Because five minutes in the door and whammo, we were caught.
5: So if they got caught, you guys, what happened to Laszlo, the computer bot?
11: Oh, that was the funny thing. In the midst of all the commotion of being arrested, something weird happened. And the Titan III was suddenly sucked up by a wormhole. Laszlo was pilot in the ship. He and the Titan Three were lost. I suppose they could be anywhere in time and space. Lost forever.
5: Oh, we all know about that kind of stuff, trust me. He could be anywhere. Or
2: nowhere. That's true.
11: Well, anyway, they convicted us in a flash and we ended up in here. I see they caught up with you lot as well. So, despite what you might think, Dishwasher dude. This ain't Patch's fault. It's all on me, Hancock, and Prentice.
7: Yeah, why bring me into this? I really was just along for the ride, you know. Moral support.
9: It's called an accessory to a crime, Prenty, and you're as guilty as sin, mulatto.
7: Guilt by association. I see. It's a fair cop, I suppose.
9: However, did my brilliant plan fail, eh? I was going to be rich beyond my dreams.
11: You didn't have a plan, remember?
9: Oh yeah, that's it. That was the problem. Well, I have a plan now for breaking out of this place. Who's in?
11: Count me out, bucko. I'm in enough trouble as it is. You're on your own this time.
9: On my own? (laughs) Never. Putch?
5: Oh no. I'm serving my time and keeping my nose clean while I do it. And I think I speak for my entire crew on this. Cowards
7: Well
11: I mean captain you'll always have me
9: Oh how comforting Prenti
11: So out of curiosity just how do you plan to break out of this place, Hancock?
9: Now that would be telling. Come on, Prentice, we have work to do.
11: I'll give you lot of hint. It involves
7: the boiler room and some rather unstable material. Oh, yes. We'll be out of here before dinner time. You lot enjoy your stay in prison, eh?
11: (laughs) Well, that's the last time we'll ever hear from those two clowns. Mark my words.
3: Incoming message. Attention all prisoners. Attention all prisoners. BJ would like a word with every bot in the conference hall. A.K.A. the cafeteria. Attendance is mandatory. Message ends.
0: Attention, please. BJ would like a word
3: with you all. Hello again. I wanted to have a word with you lot now that you've had a few days to settle in and see what the future may look like for you. And now that. What the devil just happened? I'll check, sir. Oh, this
1: is interesting. How may I be of service?
3: Boffin? b Boffin?
5: Boffin? How is he here? Oh, don't
1: ask much. I mean, do you really want to know?
5: Ah, uh, you're right, Zimtron. Forget I even asked. Oh, boy.
0: So, Buffin, what was that explosion we just heard?
7: Oh, it seems someone tried to escape the prison ship by going through the boiler. They had some rudimentary explosive materials, and didn't take into account that taking such materials into the extremely hot boiler room would result in a huge explosion, which resulted in their utter demise. Not to worry, Briscoe and I are cleaning up the mess. There should be no permanent damage to the prison ship. All is well. shipshape shape as they say. All will be in no time at all, that is.
0: Excellent, Buffon. Keep up the good work. righty home. Buffin out! Seems Buffin has it all under control, sir. Just a couple
3: of deaths? Well, they were only prisoners, right? Indeed, sir. Okay, then, back to what I was saying.
11: See? I told you that would be the last we'd see of Hancock and Prentice.
5: R.I.P., Captain Hancock.
11: Quiet back there.
8: I didn't say anything.
11: I wasn't talking
3: to you, Buzz.
4: You're breaking my
3: heart, sir! <laughs> oh, get that one a tissue, somebody. Pull yourself together, man. No need to fall apart. I didn't get married today by falling apart. Where was I? Harmony?
0: I think... You were about to make these bots an offer
3: they can't refuse, sir. Oh, yes, of course. Well, it is the holiday season, and I'm feeling particularly generous for some reason or other today. Mind you, I didn't get where I am today by being particularly generous, you know. So you must see that this is a rare opportunity for you bots, at least some of you. Well, I'll cut to the chase. I didn't get where I am today without cutting to the chase, eh, Harmony?
0: Oh, I really wouldn't know, sir. I am a recent hire after all, but
3: I'll take your word for it, sir. Right. Anyway, here is my offer. My company is opening up a new outpost up near Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) What's everybody laughing about? I didn't get where I am today by laughing. Make them stop, Harmony. Please, behave yourselves. Bj is
0: making an offer. A very generous offer. Now,
3: please, do him the honor of listening. Right. We're setting up a space station out near Uranus. No laughing matter. This is a serious opportunity for many of you. I'm willing to suspend your prison sentences if you agree to work for me on my new station. It will be a port of call for all spacefarers in the region. I'll need a large staff that I can count on. And I thought a bunch of convicted criminals might be the very thing I need. Uh, not sure I thought this through, really. Well, you've made the offer now, sir.
0: Can't really take it back.
3: Quite. I didn't get where I am today by taking things back, Harmony. So the offer stands. Remain prisoners here, or work for me at my outpost. You have one day to decide if you wish to join our staff there. Please talk to Harmony here. Carry on. Okay,
0: I will. <laughs>
3: oh
5: boy! What a holiday season!
1: Wait, don't be too surprised, Arch. This is all
5: your fault. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Shut up, Zimtron.
8: What will Put and the rest of the bots decide? Will they remain in prison for the rest of their natural? Or will they accept BJ's proposal? As if we're gonna answer that one, you'll have to tune in next year when Season 11 officially launches to find out all of that stuff. You know we're sneaky like that. Anyway, you have been listening to the Robots of the Company Holiday Special, episode number 90, The Santa Con Day Heist, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred, in order of appearance, Deborah Adams as Dr. Betty, Joe J. Thomas, as Putch. Victor Aurelius as Crusher, James C. Ferguson as The Computer Terminal, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, David Alt as Captain Hancock, Victor Aurelius as Parentis, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot, Shane Harris as Brick Jammer, Gareth Severn as Poncho, Pete Lutz as Buzz. Jonathan Patrick Russell as B.J. Zant Stefania Lentenbon as Harmony Sarah Golding as Hilly Kyle Bors as Brisco Julia Eve as Boone the Bounty Hunter Shane Harris as Boffin and Jonathan Patrick Russell as the Intercom Bot. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Sarah Finn. The incident of music was provided by Kevin MacLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell, of course. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, of course. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Room Enterprises is more or less strictly prohibited, but if you ask nicely, I know it'll be okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamromesite.com, And if you'd like to email us for virtually any reason at all, you may do so at darkbuilding one at yahoo.com. We were setting up a whole new story arc during the making of this audiogram. The robots of the company will return in 2019 with all new adventures as Season 11 continues. So until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. And from all of us here at the Old Ark Building... To all of you, happy holidays. Whatever holidays you celebrate. And if you don't feel like celebrating any holidays this year, well, have it your own way. We're having fun, and that's all that really matters. <laughs> Robots
1: of the Company, it's in the program.
4: This program is copyright 2018, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues.
12: Children of the night, I'm trying to read. Renfield, enter.
13: Count Dracula. I found an especially juicy dinner for you, master. It's not a puppy this time, is it? No, master. I promised I had learned my lesson. <laughs>
12: I know you did, and you've been steadfast ever since. I apologize for doubting you. Please, put it over there.
13: Master, if I may ask, why didn't you go out hunting tonight? Why did you request takeout?
12: It's because I'm reading a very excellent book that I just can't put down. It is quite the page-turner, as I believe the children today say. It's called Gothic Meditations at Midnight by Dr. Stephen Edred
13: Flowers. Gothic Meditations at Midnight? Is it a forbidden grimoire of unholy (laughs) rites?
12: No, Renfield. As its subtitle states, it contains esoteric commentaries on classic horror literature and film from the year 1919, which for me was a very good year, to 1975.
13: I don't understand, Master.
12: Dr. Flowers is a scholar who is also a lover of horror films and literature. And he was a monster kid. You always said children were the most tasty. (laughs) Focus, Renfield. I am not drinking Dr. Flowers. I would rather consume his tasty books, like this one.
13: Gothic Meditations at Midnight.
12: Yes, Renfield. Gothic Meditations at Midnight. In it, he provides commentaries on his thoughts and, well... Meditations. Meditations on film and literature through the lenses of the historical Gothic, from the Gothic tribes to the later artistic movement of that same name. He meditates on various esoteric and occult aspects, and with plenty of sinister fun. He even starts with an essay on me. Excellent, Master. What else did he meditate on? Plenty. There are chapters on the mummy, the Wolfman, the Phantom of the Opera. Dr. Frankenstein and his creature, the nihilistic cosmic horror of H.P. Lovecraft, the psychologically interior horror of Edgar Allan Poe, a unique exploration of zombies, the horror films of German Expressionism, and quite a bit more. Each essay explores information and interpretations that are deep and dark, wondrous and mysterious, with a distinct synthesis of the scholarly
13: and the personal. It sounds wonderful, Master. I will leave you to your book and your meal.
12: (laughs) Thank you, Renfield. Out of curiosity, who did you capture for my dinner?
13: An especially pompous professional film and literature critic.
12: (laughs) Most serendipitous, Renfield. Most serendipitous indeed. Critics. And people think
13: vampires are parasites. Ha! Gothic Meditations at Midnight by Dr. Stephen Edred Flowers is available at seekthemysteries.com. That's S E E K T H E M Y S T E R I E S.com or at your favorite online or brick and mortar bookstore. <laughs>